another episode of TWSS with Zach. And Nicole. Awesome. Well, we have a very fun-filled episode tonight. Um, We just did our Spider-Man episode, so we're going to continue with... Marvel. Have you read the script yet? Or have is this a surprise for you tonight? So is a surprise for me. <laughs> um, all right. So kicking it off with Black Panther Wakanda Forever. So according to Discussing Film, Letitia Ray has record has returned to set. Thoughts. Expected. Expected. Um, Winston Duke receives a hefty pay raise since he is more involved in this film. Um, as he should. I think it's a smart move. And I'm happy that he's getting more involvement, considering he had like a little like cameo in Infinity War and he had a good role in Black Panther. Um, I'm interested where, to see where they go with the movie. Yeah. Also happy for him. Um, there was a rumor I wanted. I, I actually sent this to you in a screenshot. So the rumor is, according to Discussing Film, Dr. Doom will make an appearance. And this was my theory the whole time. I said he's going to show up in an end credit scene somehow or he's going to like I don't think it's a big role. I don't think it's going to be like half the film, but I at least think it's either going to be the an end credit or the very end of the film, like the last like two minutes. And they're like, oh, this is blah, blah, blah. And then he says, oh, I'm Victor Von Doom. And then fantastic for the next year. Thoughts. I'm not surprised by it. Like you said, you did say this. So I've already kind of developed the idea that that would be a possibility. But otherwise, you know, that's cool. Um, Victor Von Doom casting, potentially. Now just for the rest of the family. That's really how I feel. Yeah, I think think going forward... Or in any kind of Marvel film in general, I think anything is possible. I think that um, I'm not surprised to hear that it's going to be Doctor Doom making an appearance in this film. Um, I think it's more inevitable just to find out when these characters are going to make an appearance because obviously they'll make an appearance before Fantastic Four. Whether it's the rumor of Reed Richards showing up in Multiverse of Madness or it's Dr. Doom showing up in this one, but it makes the most sense how to kind of bring in that universe to bring in this character. Um, but any, any other thoughts, Zach, on Black Panther, the sequel? Um, we're, we're still supposed to be getting it in November 2022, even with the two-month setback, because of Letitia Wright, so I'm not entirely surprised that we're still getting it this year. No, I have nothing else to add. All right. Um, sticking with Marvel, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Um, we did discuss the trailer a little bit last time. I will say this. I've been getting a little bit more hype since we last talked. I, I had said last time I'm not as hyped for this film because there's just not much to go off of. But now I've been hearing more and more that there are big cameos, that there are fan favorite or fan, like, uh, not a fan favorite, but there's a cameo that's going to make an appearance that's going to drive fans crazy or that's going to make fans excited. So that's a multitude of characters that we could be seeing. Um, my guesstimation, if I had to guess, and I feel like you're going to know who I'm going to say, would have to be Wolverine. 
just because that's a character that everyone wants to see come back in or come into the MCU, but that's a far stretch. And we all know Hugh Jackman has said that he's not really coming back or that he retired in Logan. So I don't know. I think it's it's great and this per like a all these characters have not been leaked. So I'm really excited. I'm hoping that they keep it under wraps. Um, but screenings have been tested throughout Marvel. And with the new, how they did the six weeks of reshoots, they approve of the recent one they just saw. So obviously Sam Raimi Doctor Sh- or, and Benedict Cumberpatch went back and just went back at it. And I think... It's going to be a better result, but we obviously don't know what they did the first time. Um, But what are your thoughts? I I, uh, my thoughts haven't changed since the trailer. I I still feel that the trailer sucks. Um, Outside of that, yes, that's cool. That is a potential for somebody, you know, from the past to come back and cameos and stuff like that, but. I don't think that's enough. I think the film has to stand on its own. So even if, you know, my hypothesis is Storm. I think Halle Berry comes back as Storm and that would be crazy. But yeah, I just don't see anybody else from any other universe at this point coming back and making fans go crazy. But otherwise, yeah, I just, I just... I don't know. I don't have anything to say about this film. I really don't. No, and I and I get that. And we're still obviously in the very early stages of even marketing or even seeing anything from this film. It's just interesting that they brought out that teaser and they didn't really give us much, but they gave us enough to go off of. Um, and we did get an official poster. So, but you know me and you know I love to just go at it until it does deliver. So I think just at this point with this one, I it's going to be like Spider-Man No Way Home for me where I'm just going to be thinking of all these possibilities and what's going to happen. And I don't know. I'm really excited. Hopefully, um, I mean, they did say that Doctor Strange is obviously the focal point of this film. He has more screen time than Wanda, which... No one's really surprised with, but again, we'll see May 6, 2022. Um, I think whatever changes they made are going to be great and impactful for the film and the rest of the MCU going forward, as is every other film, mm-hmm. uh, um, obviously. Um, but one thing I did want to really discuss, and I'm surprised because it's DC, um, the Batman. We finally got an official trailer. So since you're the DC man... And I know Cassidy's going to listen one day. She loves hearing your DC intake because you guys have this simi- a similar mindset. From what we've seen so far, this is potentially the greatest Batman movie ever. <laughs> so I'm surprised you're saying that because of um, Batman or Dark Knight. Yes. This is hands down already the better movie. Um, wow. I saw the Bat and the Cat trailer, thought that was amazing. Um, 
every trailer leading up to this has been amazing. You know, the Riddler seems like a formidable opponent. Um, the fact that the mystery isn't just action-based, it's actually more of like... Uh, it's more to do with psychological. It's a psychological thriller that Batman's experiencing, that we're learning of the history of Arkham, we're learning about the history of his family, um, obviously the references to the Court of Owls being involved, and just, yeah, I just, there's so much great material that the director's pulled on that I, I just trust it's going to be really amazing. Um, the characters have been amazing, we've seen, uh, I, I don't know, Zora Kravitz as Catwoman, really surprised that I've come to really like her, but yeah, she's fantastic. Colin Farrell, we knew from the prosthetics moving forward that he was going to be amazing. He's continued to be stellar. Um, Pats as the Batman at first, you know, we were like, mm, not sure about that, but dude's been showing out. So I, I trust that this material is in the best hands possible and that the end product is going to be fantastic because right now it's just been smashes. Every trailer I've seen has been smashed. So, you know... I'm so excited for this film coming out. We get it in a couple mm. of months, actually. It's like two months away. So I'm super looking forward to seeing this movie. I cannot wait. So as someone who's not as into DC, and we both know I'm I'm not the biggest fan, but I do enjoy it. Um, and not just because it's Robert Pattinson. I would have been excited for this movie regardless, but the fact that we're getting him in this particular role... Um, I think it's going to be really interesting to see because a lot of people have, and without sugarcoating it, have talked shit about him over the last, like, decade. Um, yeah. And I th- and they're still kind of... So when the first glance, first, like, trailer came out over a year and a half ago, um, back in 20... I think it was 2020 when we first got at Fandom, um... Internet was buzzing. Internet was talking so much about Robert Pattinson in this role. And I think the cast that we have is spectacular. Like, Paul Dano, I can't wait to see him in this uh, Riddler role. I can't wait to Mm -hmm. see... I've heard that the chemistry between Zoe Kravitz and Robert Pattinson's characters, uh, between Selena Selena Kyle and um, Bruce Banner... Or Bruce Banner. Bruce Wayne. Um... That was my fault. I've I've heard their connect their chemistry is off the charts. I've heard it's one of the best that they've had. Um, I can't wait to see Colin Farrell in his makeup and just acting like the Penguin. Um, and I've heard hopefully we do get that mystery character. I'm really praying that we do. Like I know you don't want to see a Joker because we've gotten the Joker in many forms and many actors in a solo film. But I think it would be interesting to see Barry Coglin in this role if it is him. Um, I mean, I would obviously be okay if, it, if we didn't get it. But I don't know. There's just something about this role. And I think I told Kara that this is going to be our first film of 2022 to go see. It would be DC. So I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to hopefully not getting another backstory of him and just going straight into the film and kind of engrossing ourselves in Bruce Wayne's Mm -hmm. beginning. 
just to see like the the raw side of him before he became the Batman, before he became more known as um, the one who saves Gotham, who becomes this bigger person. Like I'm excited to see all their beginnings because this is everyone. This is Selena Kyle, her starting out. Like she doesn't have that sexy cat suit she has like a hand what are like her making it. It, it that's what it looks like at least to me i don't know correct me if i'm wrong but it looks like that this is like a handmade suit that mm-hmm. she's like starting out um yeah just i don't know like i've never been so enthralled in a in a movie like a dc movie before and i am excited to see it i think it's gonna be i honestly think the box office will be crazy that weekend if i had to predict i would say close to at least i'm gonna highball and say close to at least 110 million opening weekend with premiere i think premiere thursday night will make at least 70 mil and it's possible i mean it's happened before where Thursday nights make a lot and then going into the weekend they make a box a good box office number but I'm gonna highball and say opening weekend for Batman's gonna gross to about 110 mil could be more could be less but I'm highballing I think it's a fair assumption I just want to add I mean I I just want to add like we are gonna get an origin though but it's not gonna be about Bruce is going to be about Bruce's parents, which I think is the more interesting story because we haven't got that before. We don't really know how Martha and Thomas Wayne got together. We don't understand really their history of their families either. So hopefully that will kind of set the tone for the rest of the movie that it doesn't just start with Bruce getting orphaned. He's already had that done. We get to see Bruce learn about his family and I think that's super interesting. No, and yeah, that's kind of what I mean. I just don't want like a whole how he became the Batman, how he like lost his parents. Like yeah. we've seen that story multiple times. And at this point, like I agree with Katie, like I want to see if, and it's the same thing with Fantastic Four. Like we don't need like a whole background. We just need like to learn about his parents would be fascinating because we've never really divulged or dived or, I mean, dove into, like, his his family background. We've only ever figured out, okay, this is how he became the Batman. This is how this happened. Um, so hopefully this film will do that justice, um, right. which I think it will. I think it's two hours and 13 minutes is what Rotten Tomatoes did, did it at. Um, and first test screenings will be probably close to mid-March. Um, speaking of, though, it's not on the script. Have you seen Peacemaker yet? No. I'm behind because I've still got to see Matrix Resurrections and then finish Hawkeye and then jump into um, Peacemaker and Boba Fett. So I'm behind on my, a lot of content my right dude, now. Dude, you have not seen the end of Hawkeye? <laughs> no. My dude. I don't know. It was, it was, Anyways. It was dry to me. So I just kind of didn't watch it that much, but I'm on episode four right now and I kind of getting into it. So I'm going to try and finish it tonight. Um, so I have to say, and I've been thinking about this for a while now, peace with Peacemaker. I think you're going to laugh at me. Um, okay. So we both know it's not a secret how much I've shit talked John Cena on this podcast. Yes. Um, yes. So much. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know what it is, but he is freaking fantastic in this show. Like, Karen Whoa. and I, I won't spoil anything. I won't spoil anything. I'm not going to say much, but I will say. <laughs> I have never in my life laughed so hard at a show before. Kara and I have been cracking up the first the first three episodes are out on Peacemaker and I'm just watching it and I'm like I'm like okay he does not care like good for I can't like I I can't wait for you to watch the show so I can talk more in depth about it but he's funny like he his facial expressions and the way he acts like it's a whole other laugh. Like, I, I I, don't, like, ha-ha laugh, but I just, like, sit there and I'm just like, oh, my God, like, this guy is really going for it. And, like, there's so much high positive, positive feedback for the show. And I see it now. And I watched it, I think, like, the day after. Or Karen and I watched it last Thursday. I think we watched it on premiere night. We watched the first episode. And I was like, it's it's peacemaker john cena from um suicide squad we're like okay let's give it a try and then watch the first episode and we were like this is really good so i give him and james gunn props because this show is interesting ye of little faith that's all i want to say you you slandered his name on this very podcast (laughs) And now you're giving him the roses <laughs> that he deserves. You had no faith in the project, no faith in him, and he showed out. So that's all I gotta say. Um, <laughs> it's just so funny. Like I feel bad. Like I. <laughs> yeah, you should. I think it's. <laughs> I think it's all the projects he did before Bumblebee, because after, like Bumblebee and after, has been so good. And he just has improved his acting. And I give him props. And I think James Gunn is, like, such a good director that he's, like, giving him better direction. So, I will say it. I was wrong. This is the first time I've admitted it. I am wrong. I, that's all I'll say. Anyways, you haven't seen Book of Boba Fett, so I can't eat. And my next thing was thoughts for you. Thoughts from you? Because I've only seen the first 10 minutes and then I turned it off. <laughs> but, I mean, what are what would you, what would your thoughts be going into the book of Boba Fett? Just hoping it is as good as The Mandalorian was. Um, I know there's like a whole new trajectory that the character is on, so I'm interested to see that. I think Star Wars as an entity, the technology is at its peak. They figured out how to light certain scenes, make it feel realistic and and in the real world. So, no, I know it's going to look amazing. I trust the acting's going to be good because the actors are amazing in it. And, like, in previous projects and other things. So, trust is going to be good there. Um, But, thoughts going in. Hope that it just feels a part of the universe. as As most of the projects have... Um, again, I'm a huge fan of the subsidiary stories, you know, like The Mandalorian, I'm a huge fan of The Clone Wars, I'm a huge fan of just stuff that is not, I mean, Rogue One, stuff that is not the main 
canon for the movies. I, I, I think, you know, we talked about the sequels and how trash they are. But yes, the other stories, I think, are pretty interesting. I think the angles that have been... That they've looked at the direction, the storylines. Yeah, it's just been really good. So I'm just hoping for more of the same, really. No, and I agree. I think, um, I, I honestly think the only reason I'm not into it is because I haven't really been a big Star Wars fan. Like, I think I became a big Star Wars fan back in the day. Like, you know, I kept calling you and I kept asking you questions and we had theories. Um, when I watched the prequels and then I watched four through six. Um, I just wish I was more into it and I have, and I love the movies. Um, but I have, I still haven't even finished the Mandalorian. Like I'm still in season one of Mandalorian and I tried to start book of Boba Fett and I just haven't been able to get into it. And I don't know if it's because I don't know the lore of Boba Fett. And I know he had a very like small cameo in like the four through six. What I think. Yeah. Am I wrong? No, you're right. Um, so I think it's just because I don't know too, too much about Star Wars. Like, I know more about DC, so I'm able to keep discussion of DC and talk about it. But Star Wars, it's where I kind of get iffy. But I would say... I'm excited for Obi-Wan. I would say watch The Mandalorian. Actually finish it. And then I, know, I think Katie's that will inspire you to want to watch... Boba Fett. I agree. I don't think you have think all the because, context you need, but I, I think don't... I think it's would be a good for you. And and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the only re- I think the reason I'm not as into Mando and um, Boba Fett is because for me they're background characters, and so going into Obi Wan this year, I'm going to be excited because I know Obi Wan. I've seen those. I've watch them repeatedly especially with Hayden Christensen so I think that that's the primary reason why I'm excited for Obi-Wan over all the other shows um yeah but I know they you kind loved of... Rogue One so I'm a little confused about the whole background characters One. thing so that's all background characters those are not characters that are in I don't know and that's why I'm saying correct me if I'm wrong because I feel like Rogue One I love because it's it's more of an origin story. It's it's a prequel to the prequel. Yes. Or it's a prequel to, yeah, to episode four. So I think I love it just because it's more of a background story and it doesn't really have, it has like these brand new characters that I, I've never, I don't know. I just think I'm not, I just don't know. I have to actually like focus on these, sh- on these right. two shows and go from there. Um, any final thoughts on anything that we've discussed tonight or anything you want to bring up? Nope. Um, let me see if I've sent you anything. Because I send you a lot of The last things you sent me were the Golden Globes and stuff we've already just talked about. Yeah, Golden Globes. Who the fuck knew that that was actually still going on <laughs> oh <laughs> tom holland might be hosting the oscars <laughs> i feel you're only bringing this up to try and get a reaction out of me no okay so i won't lie to you the first time i sent that to you i was like <laughs> 
I was like, I want to get a reaction out of him for this. But this time I'm like so serious. I'm like, I really want to know what you think. Because I think I, I personally think it's stupid. Like, I don't think he should be hosting the Oscars that young. I think he's like 24, 23. Um, well, I but disagree. It's wild. I disagree. You, wow, you really think he should? Yeah. He is right wow. now one of the most popular actors at this current moment. Yeah. He's young. He's entertaining. He's pretty talented outside of just acting wise. I mean, gymnastics, fantastic. His uh, lip sync thing is still being viewed. So I think he could do a decent job. I think the only thing I would be afraid of is him messing up of him revealing the winners way too early or you know that would be <laughs> you, that would be so funny but that i mean it would be on brand but that would be the thing i would be most afraid of with him i think outside of that i think oh, if he's there and he has somebody else to come in and do some things with and riff off of he'll be fine i mean we, we were gonna trust kevin hart with it uh, i don't see any reason why we can trust tom holland with it so I guess I'm just opposite. I just think, I don't know. But then again, they asked Pete Davidson. Rumor had it too. And he's only a couple years older than Tom. And I was obsessed with that idea. So I think, I guess it just doesn't matter. I'm just interested to see who they get. If they do get Tom Holland, I'll be happy about it. But I just figured since like, you have the whole thing about casting the same people. Yeah, this isn't costing though. This is, this is, yeah. That's this fair. is just who's popular. Like, you know, when, when Kevin Hart was in the running, I wasn't surprised. I mean, at the time he was the biggest comedian in the world. Um, he didn't, he ended up doing it. We had Regina King made sense. Regina King was coming off of directing her first feature film. So she was great. So it made sense for her. Um, at this point with Tom Holland, I mean, he's coming off the back of Spider-Man, which has generated a lot of money. He's also come off the back of two, three, three movies, maybe even four with Uncharted coming out. So he's just been everywhere. It's not his fault. Again, my argument is casting directors are the ones who keep choosing him. but And he keeps saying yes, because, I mean, you got to work. So... I'm not mad about oh, that yeah. per se, but as far as the Oscars, I mean, he's he's the most popular guy right now. You know, at this time, I wouldn't be surprised if if Zendaya was called. You know what I mean? Like coming off the back of her Emmy win, um, Euphoria season two is coming out, so she's popular. Coming off the back of Spider Man, she's popular. So you know, I'm not particularly surprised at it. Um, I just. I don't know. I just don't think he is a host personality, per se. I think he could be, but I just don't think he is. So, I wouldn't be surprised if we got somebody, I don't know, Jimmy Fallon back or something like that. Something, you know. Or, like, Samantha B or um, Amanda, what's her name? She is that show. Another host show. But some, some host of a TV show that's funny... I wouldn't be surprised if Conan O'Brien did it either. You know, I just. Oh, 
I yeah. I mean, I get where you're coming from. I guess I'm just looking at it from a younger standpoint for him. But I mean, it. I think it would. I agree. I I think it would be nice. Um, but I guess we'll see. I guess they'll announce it soon or bring in a fresh young face. Um, also, any final thoughts on anything we've discussed? Yeah, tonight? just to add on with the, the Tom Holland bit. Also, if he does it, he brings a lot more young people to watch the Oscars. So You said Pete Davidson? No, I'm talking about Tom Holland. If Tom Holland were to host, he'd bring oh. a lot more younger people to the show to watch it. I think Pete Davidson is in the demographic that already tends to watch the Oscars. I think Tom Holland being involved would bring a lot of of younger folks to watch the ceremony. I think so. I literally said if if Tom Holland or Pete Davidson are hosting, I'm watching this thing live. <clears throat> I just always watch the opening monologues. Like I just watch it on YouTube and then I'm done. I've watched it. I like live. to see certain I mean, people host. We've watched it live together. I just I don't know. I I have lost the appeal at this point. I miss the Tonys. Yeah. That's that's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> like, this is a war show we haven't had for almost three years. So oh. hopefully that comes at some point, you know? Um, No, yeah, Tony. Oh, we could see if Tony's is happening this year, Um, we could see a performance from Aaron Tivet for Moulin Rouge. <laughs> Chef's Kiss. That man is a... Here we go. Broadway okay. legend. <laughs> I was expecting more. I will not apologize for my crush on Aaron Tivet. <laughs> um, anyways, anything else you want to add? Nope. Yeah. Um, do you want to sign us off? Alrighty then. That was another exciting episode of TWSS with Zach. And Nicole. And we will see you guys next time.